welcome to another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and achieve a stylish and functional home in a smaller space. My name is Bettina Deda and I'm an interior stylist, color consultant and author of the award-winning book Downsize with Style. Today I would like to talk to you about three essential steps to make most out of a spare bedroom. Before we go there, however, I um, have found something interesting out of um, all the blogs I'm always reading and following, um, news from the world um, of apartment living. So what's new? I found an article um, about Australia's first apartment dog park. So everyone who owns a dog or who has a pet will be pleased to hear that in Melbourne there is a new apartment project um, being built that um, hosts um, Australia's first private dog park. And the developer is hoping that this um, example could spark more pet-friendly designs in the future. So this project... Um, will feature a securely fenced ground floor off-lead area with seating, drinking facilities and a dog cleaning station. And I think that's a great idea because I know a lot of people have dogs and that might be a bit complicated when they want to downsize, and to, especially to an apartment, so that they might think they have to compromise their lifestyle and um, can't take the pets. So um, that's an interesting option. And... Um, According to the RSPCA, there are over 33 million pets in Australia, with 39% uh, of households owning a dog. However, as I mentioned, apartment living and pets in the apartment could be a bit complex. In addition to rules regarding um, pet ownership um, diff differing across um, strata schemes for individual buildings, um, there are also... Um, different strata laws in each state and territory. So it's really important if you have a dog and you want to downsize that you check out if you can take your dog to um, to the um, apartment building you actually want to move in. And um, so the um, in this article, the developer here um, says, and I'm quoting that... Um, from that article, by offering our Garden Hill residents a designated place, they can take their dogs for exercise, socialization, or even mental stimulation. And we are encouraging responsible pet ownership and hopefully paving the way for another for other developers to follow suit. So that's quite interesting. It's the Garden Hill um, project in Melbourne. And in cities around the world where apartment living is more common, some apartment complexes also have rooftop dog parks, for example, and off-lead areas such as private parks um, around the building. So my intention actually also is to interview a vet or someone who can um, talk about downsizing with pets, and I hope to bring that to you soon. Now, let's for today, let's have a look at the three essential steps to make a spare bedroom work harder. Often, people move might move into a two-bedroom apartment, so the main bedroom is used for the main bedroom, and then you have a spare bedroom. What to do with that? Um, 
And um, it's really um, important that you think about what you want to do in your space, how you want to live in your space in order to find out and to make most out of that spare room. And I've been in a retirement um, village, in an independent living unit, um, where I helped a client move um, into this place and working out what furniture is going to fit. And um, apart from the fact that the rooms were quite small, um, there were also really um, large windows. So on one side, it was completely um, windows and doors, so you couldn't put anything there. And on the other side, there was a built-in wardrobe. So again, you couldn't put anything there. So it's kind of really important to work at a clever room layout, also to source versatile furniture and to optimize your storage um, to make most out of small space. And these are also the three key points I want to talk about today. So first is clever layout, the second versatile furniture and the third storage optimization. So let's have a look at tip number one. <clears throat> Consider your room's function and layout. First of all, decide what you want to do in this room, how you are going to use this room. What do you want the room to do for you? And how much time would you like to spend there? So really think practically. And then this is, I'm, I'm always um, encouraging working with lists and plans. So write down, for example, what exactly are you going to do in this room? Because this will also help you um, define your storage needs. We will come to that in a minute. So, for example, if you have a spare room and you, lot, most people or a lot of people prefer to have a guest room combined with a study, um, so you have to think about um, what furniture you, you need in this room. So, first of all, you will need a bed for your guests, but make sure that the bed is not taking up all the space when you are working in the room. So, you, it's not... Um, it's not very helpful to put a queen-size bed in a tiny room where you hardly can work a walk around when you need the space to do your work or to write or to do your books or whatever. So think about a sofa bed, for example, something you can fold away and something that you can use while you use your office. Um, at the same time, you have a nice seating option there. So really plan ahead and think about how you, what you want to do in this room. Then to make sure it's going to work, um, draw up your space. And this is, I have a whole chapter about space planning in my book. And this is one of the most important steps when trying to work out um, how to best furniture and style that room. Because space planning will not only give you an, a great idea about the overall size and proportions, it will also help you save money by not buying the wrong stuff. Imagine you buy a bed and then you find out actually it doesn't really fit and it doesn't look good. So really plan ahead and, and um, work out beforehand how it's going to look. And I mean, this is a really easy exercise. All you need is a floor plan. And if you don't have one from your... Um, apartment building or your retirement village and believe me this happens the lady I helped she didn't have a proper floor plan of her apartment so we went in we measured the rooms and then we measured her furniture the one the pieces that that she had um, prioritized to take and I um, drew it all up for her and showed her how her furniture is going to look and then we played around and find found the best position for everything so this is a really simple exercise and you can do it even with a 
paper and a pencil and a scale ruler. You don't even need a computer. You just um, draw it all up, measure it, draw it up, cut the pieces out, and then blend, place the little cut-out pieces on your floor plan to work out the best layout. So, um, and generally speaking, with smaller apartments or smaller homes, it's really important to work with, with uh, versatile furniture. And that is my next tip. Tip number two source, versatile furniture. So in the case of our bedroom, that's also a guest room, um, think about what is the best way to do that. And the secret to optimizing the space in a small room is to source furniture that is versatile and can be used for different purposes. So for example, use a comfortable and contemporary sofa bed that functions as a lounge in your study during the day, but can also be transformed into a bed for your guests. And you might want an option um, with storage underneath, or there's other options what you can do if you buy a sofa bed which folds out, you could um, move it a bit away from the wall and have behind it like um, a shelf on the wall, which is then a little um, side table when you use it and, and your guests can use it as a bedside table. Too. You could put a lamp on it, you can put some books there. So this is all, um, there's a lot of opportunities and options and you don't have to spend a fortune. Of course, there is products in all price ranges, but you can easily find something for a low budget and if you want to go the other um, end and you have the money invest in a custom-made solution maybe with a fold-out bed so there's a myriad of options and I'm happy to help you finding the, the one that suits you best now what else do we need in our office we need a desk think about finding a desk that works for two purposes. So you might want to use a trestle table or a console table with drawers because if you keep this free of clutter you can use it as your office space or your desk but you can also repurpose it um, into a dressing table. Just place a mirror on top of it, maybe a bunch of flowers to greet your guests and have a nice chair and when your guests are there you pack away your computer you might even only have a laptop, so you just store that away and you can use it as a dressing table. And if you um, also very handy are storage units on casters, they can be moved around and hidden under the table when not in use. Another option, for example, is um, if you have the space, you could consider a multi-purpose shelving unit with an integrated desk and open shelves for folders, books or magazines and also some leave some space for decorative objects and for things you really like and, and maybe magazines for your um, guests or you can put some books there. So it's, it's, um, this, these are also um, would be a built-in solution rather than a standalone thing but um, it could be quite handy to have that and versatile. And for everything in, in small apartments and like these multi-purpose rooms, try to keep them clutter-free, try to keep them under control. So, so as a tidy shelf will always radiate a sense of style and order in your small space. Now, what else is um, handy to have? A table that can be used as a chair, for example. There are nests of tables. They are built in a way so that one of the smaller tables could be also a seating option if it's a sturdy um, construction. And 
Nests of tables are great in general. They can be used by the guests. You can use them. You can use them as bedside tables. They can be hidden. They can be dispersed through the room. So it's really a great um, um, piece of furniture to have. <clears throat> and then there are also solutions um, where beds transform into a desk. This is a, a really space-savvy option. So it's if it's a if it's a small and awkward room, you could have like a built-in solution where there is a bed, and in the bed head basically there is a little desk integrated which you can fold out with a lid that folds out. So it's a, it's quite interesting. And some I've seen also versions where there is a, even a spare trundle bed packed underneath the the major bed. So which can then be pulled out. So it's really a matter of researching and finding out what what is out there, what suits your needs. Think about if you have a, a built-in wardrobe or a cupboard, think about using a mirror on the door. So you have, um, it makes the space look larger, it reflects natural light, it makes it lighter and brighter. And it's also, you have a mirror, of course, in the in your room and behind a storage unit. I also love the idea of transforming some um, inherited pieces, maybe an old chest of drawers or something you found on a flea market, into a storage unit. So repurpose beloved items and use them in different settings. Um, a chest is always a great piece. It works very well in entrance areas. It works very well in uh, guest rooms or combined guest rooms uh, and studies because what you can do, you can actually leave the first two drawers empty for your guests. So they have they have a space where they can um, store little things and bits and pieces and you can use the other drawers for your things. So a chest of drawers is always handy to have. Now tip number three is storage optimization. Um, I mentioned that before, really think about what would you like the room to do for you and then work out and write it down. What furniture will you need? Do you have a lot of books? That means you will need book storage. You could have open shelves, you could have a display cabinet, maybe you have antique books, precious books, you might want to have a glass display cabinet. Do you need storage underneath the bed? Um, do you need storage in overhead cupboards? So a double duty room makes the most out of a narrow space by squeezing in um, um, most of um, what you need. So you have to really, even if it's a tiny room, you can have the you have the, the opportunity to get stuff in. And at this stage, if you if you don't know how, it's always good to consult a designer to help you work out the best layout. And and I. Um, it's always the thing that people who come from outside with a, a fresh pair of eyes, they see different things. And for example, most designers I know, they have built up databases of suppliers with um, furniture that suits different styles. And I, for example, have built up a database with um, supplies for apartment um, furniture. So you might not know of a shop that I know who has, um, which has the, the, exactly the piece you need. And also with storage, use the height, use vertical space. Um, think about um, shelves or um, um, maybe compartments like, um, yeah, like wall-hung units with open and closed um, um, storage compartments. 
there's a lot of um, out there in the market and you can also work with colors that have different um, finishes. So it's, it's really um, making most out of the room. Yeah, so think vertically instead of horizontally. If your room is small, use the use up the wall space. And as I said, what you can do, um, I like this. I've done that actually in my son's room. We moved the bed away from the wall and mounted a shallow shelf at the same height at the back of the bed. Or here, you could do it as a sofa bed. And as I said, this creates a small t um, table for a light, um, for a reading light and books and there will be also additional storage space underneath. And another interesting idea is use um, wall hooks for example in your spare room. So you could use colorful wall hooks um, that are in itself like a little artwork or an art installation if you place them clever. And then these are hooks for your clothes of course but um, and especially when the guests are here, they can hang up their stuff there as well. So, and if not used, they look like a nice wall decoration. So it's, there's some really interesting products out there. And um, that can help you make most out of a spare bedroom. Okay, so that um, brings me to the end of the podcast this week. Um, so I just recap my three tips to make most out of a spare bedroom. The first one is clever layout and space planning. Draw up your room and plan ahead before you go shopping and buy stuff that does not fit. The second one is versatile furniture. Do your research, think about what you want, what you need and um, get help if you can't find it. And the third is storage optimization. Again, have an idea, plan, your, assess your storage needs, write it down, know what you actually need to store in this room and then Go and find the appropriate pieces for that. Now, um, we are at the end of the podcast. And I am actually, if you are interested in learning more and you happen to be in Sydney, I'm doing a three-part series, workshop series on apartment living together with the City of Sydney Libraries. And um, it's happening, all happening on three Saturdays. The first one is in uh, September. And in the Zedland Library, and the date is Saturday, the 19th of September, 10.30 to 12 p.m. in the Green Gate, Green Square Library in Zedland. And if you go to my website, www.downsizewithstyle.com, you will find a link under the workshop tab to book this free workshop. So this is a free series of three workshops. So you can go come to one or you come to all three of them. There's no doubling up in content. And um, it's all about apartment living and how to create a happy home in a smaller space. If you are interested in um, starting your downsizing journey and you would like to discuss your challenges, please book um, a one-hour consultation on the phone or Skype and you will also find a link on my website downsizewithstyle.com. I hope you enjoyed the podcast of this week. Um, as I said, I'm aiming to bring you more interview partners in the future and I wish you a great week and I hope we speak next week. Have a good time. Bye. Bye.